Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Beyond the Glory podcast. We've got a great show for you today. Our special guest is Jorge Vallejo, volunteer coach with GDC Men's Soccer. Jorge, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Matt. Thank you for having me. By the end of this episode, I'm going to need you to teach me how to say, it's a great day to be a Grizzly in Spanish. Can you help me with that? Definitely, I can do it. Go, go, what does it sound like? Es un buen día para ser un Grizzly. Just a lot slower, a lot okay. slower for me. <laughs> es un buen día para ser un Grizzly. Es un bueno día para, what was it? Ser, ser un, un grizzly. Grizzly. Okay, all right. By the end of the episode, I'm going to knock that out <laughs> for <good> you. Enough. <laughs> we are so excited to have you here to tell your story. I'm sure a lot of our grizzlies see your face around the hallways and on the sidelines, <laughs> but uh, you have a much, much deeper role here with GDC Athletics. So I wanted to uh, pass your story along to our audience. Uh, but first and foremost, uh, amongst this pandemic and COVID-19, how's the family? Everybody staying safe, staying healthy? Yes, thank you for asking. Yeah, I mean, this year has been challenging in many ways for everybody. Uh, for us as a family, we, we have four children uh, from nine, seven, five, and two years old. So, wow. so it's, it's crazy at home. But we've been in a season of uh, what they call homeschooling. Right now, we kind of try school at home. So to be honest, uh, that has been a blessing in a way because... That didn't get affected. But anyway, my wife's doing well. The kids are doing well. And we're grateful for the opportunity we have to be at home together right now during the current situation. Your, your wife, Brittany, and you, I can imagine, you've got about four different grades to cover there. Like, you can't really pair them together. So who's the, <laughs> who's the fourth grade teacher? Then who's the pre-K teacher? Yeah, my wife, she, she's amazing. She does everything. I mean, we got fourth grade, uh, second grade, kinder, and the two-year-old that we were hoping he was just going to play with the toys, but no, he wants to do school as well. So I am the principal. So, you know, when there's issues, they call me, but my wife does, uh, she's a rock star. So no, has anybody been called to the principal's office this semester yet? Yeah. Oh yeah. I get called sometimes, you know, I, when I call Brittany, he's like, how are you doing? And by the tone of her voice, I know, okay, do I need to talk to Nehemiah? What's going on? So, so yes, there's been already a lot of calls. <laughs> I can only imagine with your background and having four kids and, and chasing dad around mm -hmm. the soccer fields, yeah. uh, soccer is very much a part of your household. Who, yes. who, which one's going to be the soccer superstar? Yes, uh, I, I mean, I hope all of them. Uh, right now, definitely my oldest son, he enjoys the game. He plays at a local club. He's been with me in what I do, so I'm around soccer my whole every day. Uh, he really enjoys it, but also, or two-year-old, uh, I mean, some things that he does with the soccer ball right now, it's kind of exciting to see because uh, even people that seems like, how old is he? And again, he might, he might not. To be honest, I don't care. But if, if they get to play at a high level, of course, I'm going to I'm going to be excited. I'm going to support them. Uh, but if God has something different, like if you really want to test my patient and send them to baseball, that'll be new for me. But hey, whatever they want to do, we'll, we'll support them. You hear that, Coach Taku? I believe that's the GDC recruiting class of 2036. Right. Right. I think we're uh, yeah. around that yeah, area. Around there, yes. Well, I'm sure we'll still all be here <laughs> kicking and having a great time and winning championships. Yes, but, sir. Um, not 2036. Take me back to 2013. You've been with this men's wow. soccer program since day <laughs> wow. one. What was that experience yeah. like, and how did you get connected with Coach Taku? Yeah, the way we connected, uh, I'm, I played pro soccer for many years, and then I jumped into the nonprofit world. And I got, I have the pleasure to serve coaches and athletes. And I was doing a coaches seminar. I do it once a year just to equip coaches on things that not, not the X and O's on the field, but more how, how to coach the heart of the athlete. And coach Steve, he came to the first seminar I did. We hosted it at Wesleyan school. It's a local school. 
And we met, and from then he said, hey, I'm looking, you know, for some coaches to come alongside me. And I was kind of like, well, I already kind of have this career, but I would love to come alongside. I, I moved from Philadelphia where I was coaching as a head coach for three years. Uh, so it was a perfect fit. And, yeah, I remember starting in the intramural fields, uh, the, the, you know, grass. And uh, that was, I can't believe that was how many years? Nine? Yeah, eight, eight seasons ago. Eight seasons and, ago. And probably trained nine years ago. Yeah, so I remember training on those intramural fields. Uh, I, I remember it was just for a few months. I think that season towards the end, we moved to right here, the soccer stadium. But uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's been, it's been a long time that I've been blessed to be here uh, and see the college grow and, and see the programs and athletics just have a lot of success. We've had a lot of success and you have a lot to do with that, both on and off the field. Um, but you just volunteer here at GGC. Uh, you're not getting paid. Uh, you're on the coaching staff. You have a, a tremendous input mm -hmm. from an X's and O's standpoint, a personnel standpoint. What are some of the other organizations in, in the nonprofit world that you uh, have a career in? Definitely, yes. Yeah. So so after I, I, I retired from a professional career, uh, some doors opened for me to serve with an organization called FCA, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Great organization. They, they leverage the platform of sports uh, to come alongside coaches and athletes and help them find purpose, not just in sports, but in life. So I served under their umbrella for many years. Uh, so that allowed me to serve here at GGC as a, as a volunteer coach. Uh, and what I love what I did is that, what I do is that I get to serve athletes because, because my faith compels me to serve them. Uh, but my favorite part is that I serve athletes that come and coaches that come from all backgrounds. People that come from faith, no faith, other faiths. And at the end of the day, we get together because we, we, we just know that coaches have influence. And we want to just be a support to them as they deal with their careers, the ups and downs of coaching. And for me, again, as a coach myself, I'm just blessed to come alongside Coach Steve DeCou, Coach Steele, and, and just be another voice of support. Uh, at the same time, keeping them accountable, making sure that, yeah, hey, we're winning championship, but we're also developing men. Uh, so, again, I've just been privileged to do that. And to be honest, not just with them. For me, it's easy with soccer because that's what I play my whole life. That's my language. I relate to that. I can add value to that. Uh, but I love too is that I've been blessed to connect with the baseball coaches, the tennis coaches, softball. I mean, some of those sports that I cannot add anything to the table. Like when I go to soccer, you know, I, even still I get to get on the field. Uh, I mean, I could not do that for baseball and softball, but again, or hard just to be there and serve. So, so yeah, FC has been one of the organizations. And, and again, I'm just grateful to, to have the opportunity to be here at GEC and and have that support from, you know, the athletic director and everybody here. And I think we have earned that trust with, with the school and the department that, again, we're here to serve. We're not, I'm not here to ask for stuff. I'm here just to serve, and I think everybody has seen that. And, and I think it's good also for the athlete's side to know that here's another voice for them, another person that if they want someone to talk with, uh, they know that I'm here for them and support them. Uh, specifically, I will say international students. Uh, I was one myself, and... I know how hard it is when you leave your country, you leave your food, your family, what you know, and then you come here and the weather is different. So just be another voice that understand where they are and, and able to, to support them. Your mentorship role with the FCAA is very much ingrained into this building. I know the pandemic has, has shifted <laughs> things a little bit, and I know it's yeah. a little bit different, but previous to the pandemic, you've gone so far to go on mission trips and bring our Grizzlies along with them. Where does that idea come from? How do they get connected? Tell me some of the uh, stories from Honduras over the last yeah, couple of years. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. And, and again, for people that maybe that word mission trip is new, it's, it's really just a trip. 
And basically, is, is this idea of uh, change of place plus change of pace equal change of perspectives? So change of place, we take some athletes from where they are to a different place in a third world country. And then change of pace, right here we're in a culture where you're in the middle of the season, you go, 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 you go to class, you have technology, then you put in an environment where, hey, you don't have a phone for like seven, eight days. That uh, sounds so, phenomenal, I'm in. Yes, I'm in, no uh, technology, <laughs> a place like Honduras, sign me up, I'm in. I'm telling you, same, same here. So, and again, you put in that in a different place, different pace, and just give them a different perspective of life, that here they are serving kids, that they speak a different language, but we all share our humanity. We all share the love for the sport, whatever it is. Uh, and, and you see that joy that even though in our eyes they have nothing, uh, but they have this joy. So it's been a blessing to bring some of the athletes from GGC to serve there and, and really just changes their lives because when they come back, they come back with a new perspective that, hey, I've been given these opportunities to be here in this culture, in this college, and how can you make the most, not just to serve yourself, but, but to make your team better. So that's the idea of those, of those trips that we call mission trips that, again, we want to bring those athletes to come, play the sport that you love, whether it's baseball, soccer, but let's go there to serve that community. And I want them to catch this per perspective that life is more than your sport. I love my sport, believe me. I played pro soccer many years, but I, but I think it came a moment where I understood that my identity is based not on what I do, play soccer, but in who I am. And that actually equipped me to do better on my, on my career. So I, I definitely see it that it's a blessing and benefit for our student athletes to go overseas, to go to a place that is gonna challenge them. Um, and when they come back, it gives them a new appreciation for life, a new perspective. And hopefully, I think, I hope that it helps them add more value to their team here at GGC. So we have taken a few students and we hope to, once this situation goes away, hopefully in the new normal, we'll be able to do that again. I think back to the stories Courtney McKenzie used to tell that Courtney's a go-getter, as you know, yeah. and she expedited that trip her senior year yes. to go in December. And I'm like, Courtney, calm down. Like, <laughs> like you know, downshift a little bit. But now in retrospect, you're like, wow, how mm -hmm. important was going on that trip because now you're unable to do so. Yeah. How, how, how much does that hurt your heart when, when travel restrictions and, and ministries that you love so much mm -hmm. and – you got to sit around and wait for things to get better. I know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been challenging. I mean, life changed for all of us. Uh, I've been in Honduras so many times. I go three to four times a year. It was the first time in nine years I did not go. Wow. And that was challenging because, you know, it's kids that I know since they were younger. We partnered with orphanages and some nonprofits there. But the beautiful thing now is that with technology, I was able to stay in touch with our leaders there. We have a staff there. And it was just a new normal, but we, we realized that, hey, we can either complain about the situation or make the best of it. And we realized with the technology, we made it happen. We are athletes, yeah, we could not take a trip there, but we also tell people like, you don't need to go overseas to be on mission to go surf. Like, especially in Atlanta, there's so many opportunities for us to surf here. So our athletes did that this summer. We just went and surfed Clarkston. Clarkston is 30 minutes from here and is the most diverse mile square in the whole United States. There's been over, I think, I believe 40 to 50,000 refugees resettled there in the last 10 years. So, so I tell people like the world is in Atlanta. So again, it was challenging, but at the same time, it allows to see that, hey, you don't need to jump on a plane to go surf. There, there are a lot of opportunities on this campus here. There are a lot of opportunities downtown Lawrenceville. Uh, so, so anyway, that was something that we were able to, to make sure we were ready to serve despite COVID-19 limitations. So. Very cool, very cool. Back in 2018, 
GDC Athletics recognized you and your endeavors uh, to volunteer here and go on mission trips and have an impact to our athletes in FCA that we recognized you with the service award. Mm -hmm. And uh, the whole banquet hall, you came up on stage, we gave you a plaque. Uh, it was just very a warm moment to show our appreciation for you. Yeah. And so here today, uh, we've got all of our cameras. Is there, do you have an acceptance speech that you would, that would like to share? <laughs> we had to keep things moving on that night, but uh, know, yeah. is, is there anybody, acceptance speech, anybody yeah. you'd like to thank to, for, for? Yeah, definitely. Thank you. No, I will say, to be honest, just uh, I'm thinking about Coach Steve DeCoo thinking about Dr. Darren, I'm thinking about the Sobo coach, I'm thinking about all this athletic staff like James Williams, because the only reason I'm here is that the doors have been open. And, and of course I have to be a good steward of that. Uh, but at the same time, you guys have opened the doors uh, to allow me to serve here. And so I was, of course, I was so honored by that recognition. And I think Sammy or Jer the guy from Germany was there and uh, he was a special player for me. So, so no, I'm grateful for all the people that allowed me to be here. And, and again, I receive that with honor, but, but again, we, we do what we do, not because we want to be recognized, uh, but at the same time, that was, that was special for me to see that, hey, here's, here's the school recognizing that they're grateful for what we're doing here. But again, the only reason that's happening is because people like you and everybody here have opened the doors for us to serve. So, so anyway, that'll be the people I want to thank. And of course, my, my wife, my family, I mean, Everything I do, I could not do it without the support of my wife. I mean, I know you're married and you know when things are not going well at home, it's hard to, to go surf. Uh, so that's something that definitely having the support of my wife has been key to do this. And, and I just thought about somebody too, of course, Mr. Douglas Court. I mean, he's a phenomenal person here. He, every time we need a, a room to meet, of course not right now because of COVID, but every time we need a room to meet, uh, I mean, he made things happen. There were times that the room was locked and he will drive for from his house and I, I was like you don't have to do that please and he's like are you kidding me i'll be there so so anyway uh, dog has also been such a great influence to me because he also has a a servant servant heart so absolutely very cool certainly certainly appreciative of of you and your time and your services here uh you've mentioned a couple times your professional soccer career and you're still looking in great shape and, <laughs> and and i'll let the cat out of the bag a little bit here I'll peek over the hill at practice and, and I see Jorge out there with his boots on. You show up to practice every day with your boots on. You, you still yeah. like mixing it up with the boys, don't you? Yeah, I, I, I do. Yeah, that's something that, I, to be honest, I love doing that. Uh, if I can be honest, about two years ago, two years ago, and even when I started in 2008, um, Coach Steve liked for me getting on the field as a coach uh, and just to put that pressure on the guys for the guys to see the difference. And it was kind of cool because at the beginning of the years, you, you could tell the difference. But as the years has gone by, uh, that gap has been closing and, and just my definitely my fitness level is gone. I mean, it's gone. And even with the team we have this year, phenomenal players. Uh, so it's a little more humbling now. But yeah, I still get in there. And every day I practice for me is like I need to score a goal. I need to get an assist. So, so far it's been happening. Um, but anyway, yes, no, I enjoy the game and being able to get on the field with those guys in their 18 to 21, 22 as a 37 year old. It helps me stay stay uh, young and at the same time humble because I cannot do uh, some of the things that those guys do. I mean, they they can run for hours. I cannot do that anymore. I tell coach, hey, give me 15, 20 minutes. I can make an impact, but after that, my gas tank will you, be low. You'll be in a training with me next to James. Yeah, James. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> so do you enjoy, what's been your favorite moments? Has it been in practice training with the boys or is it sidelines seeing the winning mm. championships or is it standing in the audience as they walk across the stage on graduation. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, there's so many things you mentioned already. 
definitely the game, I love when you see the games and you see that the guys are making things happen when they're playing well. That, of course, is phenomenal. Seeing win the conference championships, go to national, that's, that's great. But like you mentioned, like seeing those guys graduate is definitely special for me just because knowing as an international what that meant to me, that's huge. Uh, th that's huge. But some of my favorite moments, honestly, I love soccer. But some of the favorite moments have been some, when the guys come to my house. I host guys, whether it's for Thanksgiving or, or breaks, where most internationals don't have a place to go sometimes. And just, just do life with them, being able to get to know them at a deeper level. And even to this day, have, have close relationship with some of those guys that have left, like Sammy from Germany, Pierre. Some of those guys, because of, of those dinners face-to-face, -face, those, I will say, those are probably my, my most, uh, the best memories that I have because we're still friends. And, and I see them grow up to be now, you know, business owners men that they're making an impact in their community. So definitely soccer, but most of that, the things that happen off, off the field. Very cool. I want to take this opportunity. Obviously, you're very well connected with the men's soccer program, so they're going to mm -hmm. see your face. They're going to have <laughs> your contact information. But maybe for the Grizzlies that haven't been able to cross-mingle across sports just yet because of pandemic yeah. and, and haven't had the courage maybe to come see you or find out who you yeah. are, what's a way that they can get in touch with you if they want to get involved with the FCA or ministries or anything going on here? At definitely. Yeah, definitely. Again, I'm, I'm here to serve everybody. No matter what sport you play, make sure you see me, let me know. But I, I try to stop by every team before the season. Of course, with COVID-19, it's been a little challenging. But my goal is to make sure I'm going to be stopping to your practices to make sure you know who I am. And, and definitely, you'll get my card with my email, phone number. I will say that's probably the best, the best way. And of course, social media. My name is, but again, Jorge Vallejo. There's a few there. Um, but I will say, again, I'll make sure I'll stop to your practice and you get my information. If not, definitely go to Coach Steve Deku. He give you my information, and, and again, I'm here to serve everybody. No matter what, what your, your sport is, uh, I'm here to serve you. Jorge, I, I can't thank you enough for being on the show today. Um, I, I feel like we could talk forever. We, we're going to run out of time on the Internet, but thank you so much for being here today. You're an absolute inspiration to all of our Grizzlies, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I, I really enjoy it. Thank you. Es un buen día para ser un grizzly. Un grizz oh, I almost said it there. Un grizzly, right? Es un buen día para ser un grizzly. It's a great day to be a grizzly. Take care, everybody. Be sure to hit subscribe on our podcast.